haven't had a mic on Chris. And there he comes. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Let me see, I got another scripture I want to read y'all. Uh, 17.4. I was talking to a been before the service now. I said, so y'all read 17.4. John, 17.4. I have glorified thee on the earth, and I have finished the work which thou giveth me to do. I can't tell you how many times I've read that before the other day. But the other day when I read it, I said, man, that's strange. Jesus made a mistake here. That's not right. He said, oh, wait a minute, Brother Bob, what are you talking about? Let me show you. Now look at it close now. He says, I have glorified thee on the earth. True. I have finished the work which thou gavest me to do. He hasn't finished the work. In my mind, I'm thinking. What he gave you to do. Jesus you got to die on a cross yet. Right? He hasn't died on a cross yet. He hasn't finished the work. That's a mistake. That's what was going through my mind. And whenever I see something like that. I really get interested in. Oh that really gets my attention. He glorified. I believe. This is how wonderful Jesus is. I believe. That the father. Did not. Tell the son, your work is to die on the cross. I don't believe he told him that. But then three or one. Jesus knew he had to die on the cross. And the father did not tell him that. Remember, he had legions of angels surround him. Jesus said, I don't want to die. That'd have been it, friend. He wouldn't have died. Father would have made him die. The Father did not tell Jesus to go down the cross. Jesus said, Father, I'll go do it. The work that Jesus had, one of them that the Father told him to do, was not to die on the cross. Jesus decided he knew he had to die on the cross for us. Isn't that wonderful? The Father knew he had to die, and Jesus knew he had to die, and the Holy Ghost knew he had to die. But the father didn't tell him you got to. Jesus decided he would. He had to. That's good, ain't it? Maybe wrong. But I don't care. I like it anyhow. I like it anyhow. And, and you know, even if I'm wrong, the father's probably sitting up there saying, Well, it's pretty good, Bob. It's all right. That's all right. Look at my son down there. He's trying to figure that out. And you may be dead wrong. But I think he's proud of you because you're trying to understand his word. And sometimes you'd be wrong and get excited about it. I'm telling you. Boy, just be, you know, like the shroud. They said, you believe that was a shroud that covered Jesus? I said, yeah, I do. They said, well, well how do you explain that? I said, I don't. They said, well, what if, it's, what if you found out it wasn't a shroud? Would it bother you? I said, no. They said, why not? I said, well, my faith ain't in that shroud. I said, you asked me if I thought that was a shroud that covered him. I said, yeah. They said, you believe in flying saucers? I said, yeah. They said, how do you explain that? I said, I don't. How can you explain that? You asked me if I believe that? I said, yeah. 
said, if you believe that the giant pyramid, that tomb over there was for Jesus? I said, yeah, I do. He says, why? I said, well, in the scriptures here, it kind of says, talks about that a little bit. And I said, I kind of believe that was built for Jesus. Yeah. So what if it wasn't? And I said, well, I don't care if it's not. Because it don't, I don't mean nothing, fellas. You know what I mean, son? Jesus died for you. And his blood covers your sins. And if your, blood, your sins are not covered by the blood of Christ, you're in big, big trouble. Because when God sees you, he sees the law, which is no man can live up to. <clears throat> and you're hell bound. But if he sees the blood of Christ, come on in, friend. Praise the Lord. I want to go back here and read you chapter 15, 1 through 5, and then I'm going to hush. Chapter 15, 1 through 5. God saves you he puts I say this is what happened to me he puts a, like a little guiding light inside you some people say well that's just your conscience well I had a conscience before I got saved this conscience I got now has been cleaned up a lot because see I think now what would do wrong to people before I do it and I don't do it but then I used to do it and I worry, you know, worry a little bit Whatever you want to call it, I'm telling you, there's a difference in me now than I was then. All right, listen to this here. I am the true vine. Now, you Christians, listen to this. I am the true vine, and my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it. Mm-mm-mm. Lord, don't do that. Yes, he is. Now listen to this. Listen to it again. And every branch that bears fruit, he purges it. I believe that's the same way you can look for pain coming your way, Barbara. Every time you do something for the Lord, he's going to send pain your way, purgeth you, so you'll bear more fruit. That's what it says. That it may bring forth more fruit. Now you are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can you, except you abide in me. Now listen to this last verse. This here gets good. I am the vine. Can you misinterpret that? Some people say there's different interpretations. There's no way you can misinterpret that. He says, I am the vine. What did God tell Moses who he was? He says, you tell him, I am sent you. And what does he say right here? I am the vine. God is the vine. You are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him... The same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. <laughs> if you felt the Lord here this morning, it wasn't us. <laughs> it was him. He respects us. 
He said, where two or three of you are gathered together, I'll be there also. He's here. Well, man, I feel, I feel him right now. I got chill bumps all over my arm. I ain't used to get chill bumps. Unless I was cold. What all of that amount to? I sure am glad I'm saved. I sure, I sure am glad I'm saved. And you want to be saved? You know all you got to do to feel these chill bumps? Just say, Father, forgive me of my sins. Come into my life and make me what you want me to be. Now that's something, isn't it? That's all you got to do. And then you get started. You're not through. You just get started. And little by little, he'll build you up and give you things to do. He'll purge you. Give you things to do. And you have no doubt you're supposed to do it. Praise the Lord. Let's pray. I want to say a prayer that I say many times. I want you to say it with me silently. Jesus, forgive me of my sins. Come into my life, Lord, and make me what you want me to be. I know that the blood that you shed for me on the cross covers my sins. And that I will have life forever with you. Amen. I love saying that prayer. If you said that prayer for the first time in your life, you're saved, friend. You're saved. That's all it takes to go to heaven. And him to hear your prayers. That's it. Let's all stand and grab somebody by the hand.